I could never find Ninja Turtles clothing or anything. I mean, now it's all over the place. But when I was a kid, I could never... Hi! Hi. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. What are you doing up here? You're, yeah, I'm in my room, yes. <laughs> Can you get my... Hey, sweetheart. You got such a cute little family, man. Oh, thank you. There's no little family here. Oh, truth. I know. That was a poor choice of words there. Oh, my God. It's like living on Watton's Mountain. (laughs) That's awesome, though. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. I'm I'm sorry about that. She just kind of Kool-Aid man her way in here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michelangelo here, you know, the master of the whirling pizzas. And you, my friend, are listening to Turtle Flakes, a bodacious bowl of Ninja Turtles goodness, brought to you by my radical dudes, Rob and Josh. Cowabunga! Cowabunga, dudes and dudettes, and welcome to episode... I think it's 60. 60. 60 episodes. How, how long have you been... You've been on since... Was it 37, Josh? I think my first episode I was on, which last, it'll be a year in November. It was like in the mid-40s I came on. Well, I, I remember you were on earlier than that, too, though, weren't you? No, I don't think so. I think it was like 40, 40 between 40 and 45 was the first episode I was on. Oh, wow. And then, and then Turtle Flakes was on a hiatus, and we came back with the Kevin Eastman interview. And then I think in April, we started with Deviations, and we've been every week since then. Wow, what about – actually, yeah, you were on – it looks like I'm looking at the list right now. So you first – the first appearance of Josh O'Rourke was <laughs> uh, Divide and Conquer the Pizza. That was episode 39. So you've been on oh. for over 20 episodes now. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. My origin story was at 39. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's been an amazing story arc. <laughs> 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 we've laughed. We've cried. We've spilled pizza sauce all over our pants. So, you know, we got a little bit of everything. Great origin story. You now have the alpha flight of <laughs> the turtle flakes on your show. Yay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You're going to be a Canadian Avenger. So. <laughs> Canadian hosehead. Canadian hosehead. Is there any other kind? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, since it's episode 60, uh, and also since, you know, Josh and I were kind of lazy and didn't really have a chance to prep for anything specific this, this week, <laughs> um, I think that's the real thing. Um, we decided to kind of change things up a little bit and kind of talk about some of our favorite collectibles. And it's kind of cool. Josh and I just talked about this before we recorded the show. He had, I had an idea in my head of what we were going to do, and he had an idea in his head, and they were two separate things. So you picked a couple of comics, a toy, and something else, Josh? Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a bunch of games here, a couple of comics, a figure, and a premium statue, and a book that I won't talk about. And, uh, yeah, and I'm going to, uh, steal your idea too and talk about just like the best collectibles that I can remember seeing, but never having. Ah, that's me. Yeah. What I, what I did was, yeah, some of the ones that just, I never had and still probably don't have to this day. 
um, or you know just a couple of my favorite figures that I did have um, that I might not have anymore. So that that's kind of what I wrote down. Um, so it, it's cool. We got a little bit of everything going on there, and we got a lot of really good feedback on some some of our uh, listeners' um, favorite collectibles, favorite toys. So yeah. we'll we'll be sure to read those. But before we get any further, my friend, have you gotten any turtle pickups this week? Uh, no, I did not. Um, because you know now it's the time of year where Christmas is coming. Uh, my son's mm-hmm. birthday is in uh, November, and I have a niece that has a birthday, so I'm uh, buckling down and saving up. I do this every September. Mm-hmm. I start saving up some cash for Christmas and stuff like that because Christmas is important to me and Nicole because we yeah. want to give a great day to our kids. And especially when, like, I had, I always had awesome Christmases when I was a kid, so I want to live up to that. And Nicole as well. So That's awesome. Yeah, so, no, we're going to be very boring for the next three months, more so than usual. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I'm not really going to get anything outside of what's pre-ordered and paid for already. And when that happens, you'll see it on the show. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, Christmas, you know, my, my parents always, you know, had – I had a very similar situation. My parents always went all out, you know, with the, the decorating and the, the toys and stuff. I never got an allowance. I never got a lot of presents throughout the year. But Christmas time, they really, really showed out. And, uh, oh, man, some of my favorite Ninja Turtles were Christmas presents. So, yeah, good stuff. So uh, for me, I've only gotten one thing, and it was really, really sweet. Um, there's a student that I have. Well, I used to have. Uh, she's uh, in eighth grade now. And she got me, I think she had won it out of a vending machine, or, or, or not a vending machine, a claw machine. It was a digital download of the new movie. The um, Oh, wow. What's the title of the new movie? Out of the Shadows. Out of the yes, Shadows. Sorry. Jeez, I'm slacking. Whatever, Turtle Flakes. You know what it's called. Yeah, you guys know. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> But, yeah, she got me a digital download of that, and she got me a set of uh, stickers, and she just surprised me on Monday with it. So I, I was really, really shocked, and I uh, gave her a big hug, and uh, I, I, need, I owe her a slice of pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. You want you want good grades? You give Rob some, some turtle swag. Hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> you want on the cross-country team? You know what you got to do. You, you know what you got to do. Yeah. Turtles. When I say I want some green, I'm talking about turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that that's uh, I've not gotten to use it yet, but I plan on doing that this weekend. It's it's kind of a busy weekend with family coming in and uh, and mm-hmm. everything. But you know, hopefully tomorrow afternoon after church and things kind of calm down a little bit, uh, I can fire that thing up. Yeah, that's it's a cool movie, man. Uh, it's a good one. I you know what I I really really enjoyed Out of the Shadows. It was a good movie. Yeah, we down we got it on iTunes a couple of weeks ago because it came out first on digital, and. It's been on my it's been on my TV almost on a loop because my <laughs> babies like it, kids like it, you know I like it. Nicole <laughs> tolerates it because she's like I just again we have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. You know there's, there were certain movies you know when I was a kid and my sister as well we would watch the same movies over and over and over and over and my parents must have just got ah oh, they must have just lost their minds. Lion King was one. <laughs> oh my gosh. My sister – now, I watched a lot of things over and over again, but my sister must have wore out that VHS tape because uh, it, it was so much that it literally was so st- uh, staticky yeah. or, or, or where you had to adjust the tracking. It was so worn out that it would no longer play uh, within about a year. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was like that with – nothing is – you're talking about cartoons and Lion King and everything. My movie that I wore out was Predator. <laughs> wow, yours is way cooler. 
Yeah, it was just my parents. My parents had no problems letting me watch like horror films or action movies and stuff because, like, my parents' big thing was like, as long as you understand that that's fake and you can't <laughs> actually try to fight people in real life, yes, go right ahead. And there's as long as there's no nudity or anything in it, but it's just like, yeah, just go right ahead. Yeah. Well, well, there you go, man. See? We bring balance, okay? I bring a little Disney, you bring a little uh, Predator. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got Uncle Rob, who's very respect. We're like perfect strangers. Somehow I'm Balky for some reason. <laughs> like, you got the responsible, responsible oh, Rob. I don't know about that. <laughs> and then you got Jovial Josh over here, who just lets you do whatever, just confetti and everything yeah, else. Like, ah, you know, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he ain't dead. I'm not giving him beer. He's fine. You know, <laughs> Well, yeah, um, so before we get started on our topic, uh, there is one thing um, I forgot to do on the last episode. The last ep- episode mm-hmm. we covered uh, TMNT Universe, which as of today we just released it. So uh, we got some feedback on that issue, and I first I'd, I'd like to start with a phone call. So um, oh. we got we got one from our good friend Joe Copel. By the way, he's a member of the Retro Junkies uh, Network, also a very, very good friend of ours, a nice, nice guy. And uh, he's got an excellent, excellent show dedicated to a whole bunch of retro topics called the Radical Retro Roundup. So, uh, I, as a matter of fact, I, I was on one of his episodes. We did right. like a marathon. We did a Ninja Turtle marathon where we just talked about some of our favorite turtle toys, things like that. It was one of his early episodes. And then um, we did a WrestleMania marathon, which the whole thing, we did it all in one shot. So it ended up being like a six or seven hour podcasting oh, wow. marathon oh it was it was crazy i had the day off it was a snow day at work and he said hey you want to do this today i said sure i got all day yeah <laughs> and uh chris smith and um uh, my son they, they were with uh family all day so i had nothing else to do so it worked out yeah but anyways here let me pull it up here so let me play this phone call from joe it's kind of a funny one Hey, is this the Turtle Communicator? What's up? I was calling to uh, say that uh, I actually tried to load uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Universe onto my uh, tablet tonight so I could read it while I was at work and give you some awesome positive feedback. And uh, apparently my SD card is corrupt. So that's what I didn't read. So hopefully uh, someone else did, and it was really good, and I'll definitely read it when I get home. But uh, by then, you'll probably be recording. So, too bad. Hey, party on, dude. <laughs> right, that was from our buddy Joe. So, bless his heart, he tried to open up the Turtles universe on his tablet, and then something with his SD card, it, it was corrupt or something. So, hate it when that happens. That's the worst. Technology, come on. <laughs> but I'm just tickled to death somebody actually called the TurtleCom thing. So, we've, we've gotten a couple of calls on it now, so... I, I, I was worried no one would use it, so please, if you want to make my day, if you want to make Josh's day, call our TurtleCom number, and I will give you the number. Uh, it's 865-309-4875. Please call us about anything Ninja Turtles, please. We're lonely. We, yeah. All we do is talk to each other. Rob's kind of all I got. And and that's not much. I need to branch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You need You, you need to spread your wings. All right. Yeah, yeah. You hear a lot. Of, let's. Well, I don't want to make you sound like a Bette Midler song, but you got like <laughs> get the shackles. Well, you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! So, like the wind beneath my wings. So I'm the one that's gonna die of cancer. Thanks, Rob. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. Anybody born after 1990, you're probably not going to get that, so I'm sorry. <laughs> that was good. I liked it. So uh, so we actually did get some written feedback on this, and Joe did uh, eventually get to read the uh, issue, so I'm going to go ahead and read the feedback real quick. Uh, our friend Anthony Pig said, this is regarding TMNT Universe, I really enjoyed it. Agent Bishop was one of my favorite villains in the 2000, 2003 series. Mm-hmm. I see he, has, he hasn't changed at all. And I wonder if his origins are similar. And if so, he could be a very large threat. And that's we'd actually talked about that. He was a pretty serious yeah. character. So, Eric Purcell, awesome dude. Just one of the classiest guys, a uh, member of the Retro Junkie Network as well. He says, I really need to start reading these comic books. They look awesome. And yeah. Joey Becker answered him and said, they are. I have every issue to date. <laughs> <laughs> and I can get you a lot of back issues. So thank you, Joey, for hooking Eric up there. Actually, one of our uh, more recent uh, members, I guess, of the group page, uh, Christopher Carlson. I just wanted to brag on him because he's been posting a lot of great stuff. He said, and this is interesting, he said, Leo felt really out of character in that backup strip. So how do you feel about that, Josh? Well, you know, you are always different on your own than you are with a group of people. Not and true. I think that that was just another side of him where he, he knows he's the best one. He technically the best Ninja Turtle, like in terms of fighting or anything, and so when he sees a group of ninjas that just want to beat down on him, he's like, "No, I got, I do this all the time. You guys are nothing to me." Right. <laughs> and so, so, so is it out of character? No, it's just another side of a character that that we haven't seen much of yet. Yeah, he was definitely a little cocky. He was a little cockier yeah. than I think we're used to. But mm-hmm. you know, it, he does. I do agree. I think he does. You know, know that. I, you need a little bit of that, I guess, to be a leader, or at least some confidence. Yes. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Lamont Reed, he says, I enjoyed it, and I need to reread it. My favorite villain was Agent Bishop from the 2003 incarnation. I always wondered if he would ever make a return. Raf seems to be a bit more of the leader, but maybe it was just his deep attitude and the anger that led me to believe that. And Leo seemed to lighten up a lot. So interesting mm-hmm. take. And, you know, I, ne- I didn't think about Raph, but he does give that big monologue at the very end, doesn't he? Yeah, and you know what? Have you read issue 62 yet? No, that just came out this week, didn't it? Yeah, it came out, I think, Thursday. And Ooh. so I downloaded it yesterday, last night and read it. And it's really good. We'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a really good issue, and two things happen in it that really just really charged me up. Ooh. Where Raphael, speaking about Raphael, showing another side to him, he he has a very, very cool scene with Michelangelo. That really shows you just another side to him that ah. we've seen before, but we, you really get in there and examine it. Mm-hmm. And then, and we'll get there later. But like another thing that happens is the Street Phantoms got a little bit of redemption for me. Really? Yeah. Um, the Street Phantoms still suck, but <laughs> you meet their you meet their leader, the boss behind all of them. Ah. And you meet the guy actually running things, and you know what? I kind of like him. I don't. I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but he goes into his backstory as to why he's doing what he does, and why they are as ridiculous as they are. Um, but the 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 main bad guy behind the Street Phantoms was really kind of cool. So I I really like him, and like you kind of see what his plans are, and it's definitely a cool issue. So I think you're gonna like it, and oh, you get a, a you get a glimpse as to what Casey Jones's part in everything is, mm-hmm. 
and if it's going where I think it's going, it, it's going to be really cool. Ah, well, you got me really, really intrigued. I, I'm excited yeah. to read it. Um, let's see. And Thaddeus Manning says, and Thaddeus, once again, thank you for all the content you post on our Facebook page, man. Keep it coming, man. Good stuff. Yeah, that you can count on that guy. Yes, he, he's just like he is like the Uber fan. Like we're we are nothing compared to that. No, dude. no, we're not worthy. <laughs> But yeah, he just says he he's not really caught up on the uh, IDW run or the the universe yet, and he's he's hoping to before Christmas. Uh, I've read a series of uh, comments. He and uh, apparently Joey Becker had a conversation. So, and then Joe, uh, the poor guy who had the broken SD card, uh, he, here he finally did get to read it, and here's what he said: "I hope I'm not late. So I just read this. It's new, yet it feels very familiar. I like the introduction to Death, not only uh, showing us that." This is a new series in the same universe, but also that this is a throwback to the original 1985 comics by Eastman and Laird. Mm-hmm. April and Baxter are well represented, but it's hard to feel it's hard to feel for these characters knowing their backgrounds. Yet in this universe, their backgrounds are starting now. So April isn't strong and independent and needs to be Baxter's assistant to make a living. Baxter is a serious scientist for now, and who's the she devil? <laughs> that was uh, that was Null, wasn't it? Yeah, Null. Yeah. Uh, I said, I'm interested for sure to see where this goes. And also, I hate it when comics add a second story just because, uh, just because. But Inside Out was pretty good. Inside Out was a pretty good start. He says a B minus story. So, uh, you know, interesting, interesting points, Joe. I, I don't know about April being. It seems like April's wanting Baxter to be her assistant for something. Yeah. At least that's the vibe I get. I don't. I don't know if. But see, we have no idea what she wants to do with Baxter, and I, I have no idea. So unless you got any theories, yeah, I I don't have any theories. I've been I've figured out that like pretty much all of my theories have always been wrong on this show. So I'm just gonna <laughs> not give out any more theories. Well, we can make some more bets. <laughs> nah, nah, no more pizza. Nope. Nope. nope not at all. I understand. No, I. But I think that April. Uh, I don't think she was weak in that issue. I think she was taken by surprise. A couple of times. I mean, like, you could argue that the Turtles seemed weak because they got taken out pretty pretty, handily, uh, pretty yeah. quickly by the the government, you know? Very true, yeah. Yeah, and that, and the government was just, like, sheer numbers and bazookas that they had, you know? Just yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. Well, all right, man, I guess we got some collectibles to talk about, huh? Yes, we do. All right, let's do it. Hey, did she say pizza? So you live in an antique store? Yep, pizza. Mm. Above, actually. Well, I was going to give you guys a tour of the store. Ready? So, we already talked at the top of the show about, um, you know, generally what we did. And, um, you know, I, I kind of did more of a wish list where Josh did a little bit of everything. So, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of where this goes. So, Josh, what's uh, one of your top five? Okay, so, like, probably my favorite uh, Turtles collectibles that I have outside of... The original figures in box over there. Um, I have the uh, statues that were put out by the Good Smile Company last year. And can you see that? Oh, let me pull up the camera. Okay. Wow, so, man, that looks good. Yeah, so these are some PVC statues that form up a four. Uh, there's basically all four turtles on these pedestals, basically. And uh, they are just. Beautiful statues to look at. Great art, um, great paint jobs, and everything. Every turtle is represented incredibly well, and they look—they definitely look 
much more turtle-esque. I know that's yeah. kind of weird saying, but like they definitely skew more towards the realism side of the turtles. We're like, and this is just my favorite one. I have the Donatello statue right here, and he just looks just calm, confident. That's awesome. And uh, these are some PVC statues. They have their incredible sculpts, the muscle details, the sh- uh, the cracks and scars on the shells are amazing looking. Really liking the headband flapping in the wind too. Yeah, they all have these really exaggerating looking headbands that are like you know three feet long in you know comparatively speaking. But like just waving in the wind, kind of a thing. And Donatello definitely is my favorite one because he's he's the best looking one mm-hmm. because just his everyone's got like this great pose where like everyone looks like they're about to like leap off into battle. And Donatello's just like, I'm chilling out, I'm happy. <laughs> yep. But he's got like he's also the best one because he's got like the Batman utility belt here with all the pouches and just stuff that could be in there. It's so cool. And like you can see that he's got a radio. Uh, on his hip. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Exactly, yeah. I mean, like, this is his MacGyver belt right there. <laughs> and he's got really pimping-looking watch right here, and all of them have the hand and feet wraps that you see in the cartoons. Really ornate-looking elbow and knee pads. And they just look beautiful. And they were so inspiring to me that when I... In my writing, when I talk about the turtles, these are the turtles that I'm talking about. This is what they look like where they're like, this is Donatello, who's like six foot four and 200 pounds, and just he just looks like a, a turtle with a human body, basically. So yeah, yeah. Well, not, well, not my kind of body. Jeez. Nah, <laughs> sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, and no, I don't know how they do it with all that pizza. Uh, no you know? kidding. Okay, it must, be, it must have steroids in it. Yeah. Nah, nah, come on. They all na- maybe Raph, but they all natural. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. All right, Josh, you have homework um, over the week. Okay, which, which you do? have to do. Yes, yes, what you okay. have to do, if you don't mind, is okay. um, by the time we post this episode, if you don't care, uh, could you take pictures of all your figures, uh, you know, that you're talking about in this episode? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great, that'd because be- I-, I, want, I want the listeners to be able to see these, because they, they look beautiful. Okay, yeah, I, I definitely will. Yeah, I've got a bunch of pictures of all the stuff that I have, of most of the stuff that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff that I, I have that I haven't uh, shared with anyone. Like, I've got, like, a bunch of the loyal subjects, little mini final figures, which are a, a lot of fun awesome. to uh, pose around with. And um, a lot of the comics that I haven't uh, shared with anyone yet. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I will Sweet. do that. Yeah, yeah. At least uh, the ones of this episode. And I, I think uh, we were talking about in the last episode, and when I was editing it, it uh, reminded me. Um, I think it would be really cool if you did, you know, and I know you have a family of five. Uh, uh, and so I know you're super-duper busy and you work full-time. But, you know, just whenever you get a chance, doing maybe a, just a toy review, like a quick video, yeah. you know, ghetto turtle you know, flake I, style. <laughs> I was definitely planning on doing that this week, and just um, I uh, it came down to deciding to be uh, posting a video, uh, recording a video, and writing up a toy review, or am I going to write uh, some more of my stories um, and just writing one out? So definitely, I'm going to start. I'm very, very heavily considering uh, doing a, a weekly toy review. I really want to do it, you know, awesome. just to put out more content for Turtle Flakes. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to. It's just a matter of when. Oh, so cool, so cool. Well, yeah, you definitely got a platform to do it, my friend. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Sweet. 
Um, well, for me, I uh, I kind of took this a different way. Um, I did the stuff that I always desperately wanted to get as a kid or was just fascinated with, but for some circumstance, um, I never had these collectibles. Uh, and the first one, and this one's already kind of a giveaway because I mentioned it on the group page, was the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Subterranean Sewer Hockey Set. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, man. I first saw it at a really uh, close friend friend of mine when I was a kid. His name was Eddie. And he's the same guy that I actually played Turtles 3, the NES game, uh, at his house for the first time and fell in love with that game. But he also had this hockey set, this table hockey set. And I was just always fascinated with it. Every time we go up to, he had a room up in his attic, or up in the attic. It was all finished. Coolest room. Had a whole bunch of turtle toys, wrestling stuff, just anything, you know, a 90s, or a kid from the early 90s would love. And he had uh, on top of this little table was the sewer hockey set. And I remember being so fascinated with all the little characters on there because you've got Casey Jones, you've got Napoleon um, Bonafrog, you've got Leatherhead, Shredder, Bebop, Rocksteady, the Turtles. Um, I'm forgetting somebody. I think Rat King's on there too. It's crazy how many different characters are playing this sport. And, of course, I'm a hockey nut anyway. So I asked for it for my birthday. I want to say it was my sixth or seventh birthday. I asked for it, and my aunt Cindy, uh, she took me to Toys R Us, and we were going to go find it because I, I just, I was, that's the one I wanted, and they just didn't have it. So I think I, what I ended up getting, which was an awesome gift as well, it was definitely Turtles related, was the Rock'em Sock'em Turtles. You remember those? Oh man, I never saw a Ninja Turtles one. Oh man, they're uh, awesome. Yeah, it was like Raphael and Shredder or something. Yeah, like that's that. it. That's it. And then uh, you know they were in the little ring, and then you had your little handles, and you pressed your thumbs on them, um, on the handles, and they would punch, and then the neck would you know jerk up, uh, you know if you threw a good uppercut or something like that. Uh huh. So I, I got that instead, and I loved that toy, but I remember it broke within like the first month I had it. <laughs> so. Oh man, yeah. It's, I remember like th- those were. I I never really uh, understood like how those just did not shatter immediately because like when you're a kid and you like get really into something you throw your especially like kids that grew up with NESs and Genesises yeah um you just you when you're playing a racing game you turn your whole body into it <laughs> and so when you're playing Rock and Sock and Robots you like throw a haymaker and you like put your whole body into it and just break off the handles and everything so that's awesome oh yeah that, I I sure did I sure did. So, yeah. anyways, I'm I'm hoping to get that one one day. Um, I just never, I never really saw it ever again. I like, I never see it in the wild in yard sales or anything like that. You're gonna have to go on eBay. I found that on eBay. The uh, the sewer hockey set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so expensive. I I don't think it's worth it. You know, just because yeah. I mean, save your money and just put like five bucks in a jar every week or something, and because. You know, that's always eBay is a wonderful thing, even if I don't buy from it. It's just because, like, there's always something on eBay. You know, you can find it there. But I've looked at that too. I had no idea about the sewer hockey set until about six months ago. Oh, wow. And I always thought that, like, electronic hockey games were just kind of a, a ripoff anyway because. Nothing moves, and you got the one little goalie that just spins. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no, I I wouldn't. For me, it doesn't. I wouldn't get that. But like, I could totally see 
so especially like you being like a huge hockey nut, just like really getting into that. Oh, but for sure. And plus, I loved um, you know because it had little cables and stuff. I loved that you could control them, and um, you know I just loved the, all the different characters. I was a big Casey yeah. Jones fan as a kid too. So just seeing him as a character, you can play on this hockey game. I was all over it. It just looks yeah, so cool. Finally on a, on the ice, man. Right. You always hear about how he plays hockey, but you hardly ever see it. Right. So. Well, because of the injury, you know. Oh yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Darn. But, so, uh, so what's your next one, my friend? Okay, so the next one here is one I actually got fairly recently. Um, when we were talking about the secret history of the Foot Clan, um, I actually found, uh, this is called the Secret of the Foot Clan Work Print Edition, and it's basically a, like DC Comics puts out these huge hardbound uh, comic books called the Absolute Editions. I have a couple of them. I have like the Absolute uh, Dark Knight and Absolute Watchmen and stuff. I think I have Watchmen. Can't quite remember, but they're down in my basement because they're just huge and massive and I have no room for them anywhere. <laughs> but this one actually comes on a nice slipcase here. Oh, wow. And... Uh, this uh, book here, it has all four issues of the secret history of the Foot Clan in it right here. But then, like, the first half of the book is the actual script with the original pencil art. Oh, awesome. So it's the entire script, the entire book in pencil and ink, and then the actual full-color book. So apparently this was limited to, like, 2,000 copies. Wow. I got this really cheap. Like the the asking price for this was like a hundred and twenty bucks, from what I could see, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting it for fifty. Wow, good buy! So I, I saved a, a lot of a lot of cash for it. Um, I saved a lot of cash on it. I I could have paid so much more, and I'm so happy that I didn't because I wouldn't have gotten it because it's just I just I can't justify spending that much on on one thing anymore, you know? Ah, I understand that, yeah. That doesn't have, like, four wheels or plays video games. <laughs> I, just, I can't do it. Yeah, well, I, I love that. You know, it's a great story, don't get me wrong, but I love the the fact that you also get to see the script, just so you can see how comics are made, you know? Yeah. It, you know, the process that goes into it, so that that's really neat. And when they're actually drawing comics, the pages that they're drawing on are the, are the size of these big absolute edition yeah. Uh, books. So there's a lot of art that's lost in the process of making of truncating everything yeah. down. So then you get to see. I mean, like comic books. Comic books used to be the size of magazines. Yeah. Uh, and let me hold on one second here. Okay. So just like for instance, I just wanted to show you this. Like I have the original Raphael issue right oh, here. Yeah. yeah. It was the size of, and then here's a regular comic. You know, it's the size of a magazine comparatively to mm-hmm. a comic book. So, like, there's a lot of art lost in the process. So, when you see these large, overs, they call them oversized, but you get to see the original vision that was intended. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so yeah, that's, that's uh, and by the way, Secret History of the Foot Clan, great story. You should definitely check that one out. Yeah, I think you were saying on the last episode, that was written by uh, Santa Luca, wasn't it? Yeah, Mattias Santa Luca wrote it. I was I didn't find that out until last week when I said it. You know, it was... It was really good. He's he's funny. He can he really writes the turtles well. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And he's a heck of an artist too, so uh yeah, man, good stuff. I, I like his his art is the epitome of what the IDW turtles are for me. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's them. He found their identity for me. 
That's awesome. See, I, I think I'm more of a mm, – I, I really like Dave Watchster a lot, and I like uh, Dan Duncan a lot. I, I, I like certain parts of certain artists. Like I like um, Dan Duncan's version of Casey Jones, but I yeah. like uh, Dave Watchster's version of – I think it was Splinter. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's funny. Like each interpretation is a little bit different, but uh, that's what – you know, I love that they switch everybody out. It, it, it's good stuff. Yeah, it keeps it fresh. Oh, keeps definitely, definitely. Uh, for me, I I almost want to put these two together uh, because these are two more that I did not have growing up that mm -hmm. are famous. That makes me sad because I still don't have them today. And that is – now, Josh, I'm ashamed to admit this. The first uh -huh. one, Turtle Van. I never had oh. the original Turtle Van. I always wanted it. Um, yeah. my, my neighbor, Chris, he had one, and my neighbor up the street, uh, Frankie, he had one. And I just love the fact that it had the little guns at the top. I love the, the open-up door that you could have Michelangelo sit in or somebody. I love the little stickers inside. Um, I love that you could open it up from the top, but I just never had one. I don't know why. Yeah. I had some other vehicles, like I had the – was it the – not the foot cruiser, the um, – Foot, oh, foot ski. That's what it was. I had okay. that. I had uh, April's motorcycle, and I've had a couple of others. Um, but I just that's one of the ones I did not have. The second one is an even more famous toy. I think um, probably one of the most famous turtle toys of all time. Can you guess what it is? Uh, the sewer set. Oh, close. Oh, Technodrome. Yep, that's it. That was the Dude, one. I nobody never had. had the Technodrome, dude. <laughs> No, there was uh, everyone that everyone was a huge. It. Everyone that was a huge turtle collector, like we were when we were kids. We all knew somebody that knew somebody that had it. Yep. But no, you didn't. I mean, like it, that was like the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> when we were kids. So. Oh wow, that's a good analogy. That's very. Don't true. look at it. Don't look. Don't look. You just. Can't. Yeah, and, and don't look at the eyeball. <laughs> so. That's so funny, though. That is that is very true because I only had one friend. That um, that had it, uh, and it, it, once again, it was Frankie. He had the turtle van, and he had the Technodrome. And I remember when he opened it up, it seemed, and of course, as a kid, everything seems so big to you because you're so huge. small. Yeah. And I remember this. <laughs> I remember the hockey place said looking huge to me, and then I saw the pictures now. And I'm like, oh, it's smaller than I remember. And then same thing with the Technodrome. I remember it looking absolutely enormous. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff you could do with this thing. Yeah. Plus, you could keep all your toys in it. I, like I'm trying to remember uh, what there were stickers in there, and I remember one of them being really cool. Uh, like you know, there, there were certain oh, what was it? I remember it had um, toward the top. It was like a little ship. I, I feel terrible. I can't. <laughs> you know the thing you steer for a ship? Um, a mast. Yeah. Thank you. A mast. Oh gosh, I I don't know words. <laughs> Uh, there was a mask. Rob's very tired right now. I, so I really am, which I shouldn't be. I should be wired like a microwave after all the coffee I've had. But uh. wired like a microwave. You got that's got to be a shirt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember the mast at the top to control the eye. I'm oh, just all the stickers. I'm I'm looking at it on uh, the TMNT museum right now, and it's just like a little prison where you could have your uh, turtle prisoners or your your bad guy prisoners. It was just it was it had everything. I know, yeah. That was like it was a Death Star on wheels, man. Yes, it was, it was. a Death Star with an eyeball at the top. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't. I never had the Technodrome. I never. I never even saw it. I mean, I saw the commercials for it, but like, 
you know, I used to go to KB Toy Store once a month or Toys R Us once a month uh, with my allowance or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. um, and I never saw it. And not like I would ever be able to buy it with the allowance I had when I was six. But <laughs> I had a couple of the play sets. I had the Turtle Van. I still have a Turtle Van. Oh, uh, jealous. And you can find them on Amazon. I mean, the, part of know, me wants to find it now, like in the wild. I want to find it in, yeah. in a yard sale or a flea market. I just, yeah. I don't know why. It's just like since it's since it's a classic vehicle, for something about it, I I want to find the Technodrome and I want to find the Turtle Van in the wild and the sewer playset yeah. if if I can ever find that. See, I had I, there's there's nothing like flea markets or anything around here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we I kind of have to get everything online. A little bit impersonal, but it's it's that's just oh, what yeah. I have to do. See that or nothing, absolutely. Yeah, and there's no Nintendo Quest for me, man. It's, <laughs> I hear you. Which. Speaking of which, me and me and Nicole started talking about we should make a sequel to Nintendo Quest, mm-hmm. and she would film it, and we would call it Turtle Tracks, and oh, it would be awesome. trying, me me trying to get all the old figures. Well, you know <laughs> I, that's so funny you mentioned that. I actually pitched that idea to to Rob. Oh, no, I came up with it first. No way, no. I called it. You, uh, ah. Rob can confirm it. <laughs> oh, whatever. I said, what if what if we had a you know a, a journey over you know a little bit of a history on the turtles and a toy collector trying to collect all this stuff. Oh, we should we should totally make you know, uh, Turtle Flakes Studios presents Turtle Traps. You know, <laughs> that's we should totally talk about doing that. Like seriously, that would be I. Uh, you know, if we can find a really interesting plot for it. Uh, you know, yeah. You know, because there were some stipulations with um, uh, Jay in in the yeah. quest. He had to get it uh, no online purchases, and he had to get every single game in thirty days. You know, so oh, he had to man. go all over the country yeah. and outside of the country to do it. Yeah, we and you know, I mean. That, that would fun. that would be so much fun. I would love to just do it, just like no stipulations at all, just like us trying to like. We the stipulation is is we just have the worst car to drive. <laughs> That's what we have. You it's get like, a Volkswagen uh, van. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like you're steering, I'm pushing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. It's like okay, jump on the back because here's a hill. It's like okay, we're going down. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, but I mean, I had I had the turtle van and I had the sewer set when I was a kid. Oh, you had the sewer set too. I had the sewer. That was a Christmas gift. Yeah, I had the sewer set and I had the big crane uh, Android body. Oh my! That's another one I didn't have. Yeah, I oh, had those lucky three. Dog. Yeah, I really was. I really, really just want to go back in time and just punch myself in the face for getting rid of <laughs> stuff. Just like, don't do it, little kid. Bop. You know? <laughs> Who was that guy? What a jerk! Oh God! Why did that dude who looked like Dad hit me? <laughs> but yeah, I I never saw a Technodrome anywhere. I mean, I thought it was just a fake toy. Uh-huh. I thought they were like Playmates was just being all, you know, just arrogant about this is the toy that we could make and you'd buy it. But no, <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> you know, but that that is so true. What you said earlier, you know, it is kind of like the golden crown of the the toy line. I think every Every famous uh, toy line or famous 80s show that had toys associated with, there's one golden, at least one that everyone thinks of that's, okay, okay that is the Holy Grail. And I, the, yeah. the one I'm thinking of for He-Man, oh, gosh. the one Castle was, Grayskull. Castle Grayskull. Everyone yep. wants that one. You know, that, that with, is, with the monorail set attached to it and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know anything about He-Man hardly. I wish I did. But um, – you know, that's one I know. That's the elite toy that a lot of He-Man fans yeah. want to have. I never trusted He-Man because, like, he's a hero who lives in the scariest-looking castle. No kidding. No kidding. Why do we trust this guy? 
Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, at least Skeletor is up front. He's like, yeah, I'm a skull. What? what? <laughs> I'm a skull, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He just looks evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I lumped the Technodrome and the Turtle Van kind of together. Those were two that just that got away. And I love the Technodrome for the fact that it just folded out. The, what two ways? You know, you had one door on the left side, one door on the right yes. side. Folded it out. Opened right up. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, what about you, my friend? Okay, so one is uh, I think you know us being a, a retro show. I think also I gotta talk about some old stuff here. Ooh, you know, awesome. I've got. I'm gonna just group these all really quickly, you know, just all. Oh wow! Awesome. <laughs> of the NES games right here, and also on top of that, the two sequels for Super Nintendo. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So you've got Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project, Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, and technically Turtles 5, Tournament Fighters. Ah, so- awesome. I actually have not played Turtle fi- or Tournament Fighters yet because not since I was a kid. Because as soon as I came home with it, I bought it and came home. My Retron Five just took a dump. Oh no! So I've got it here. Can't play it. So oh man, the Retrons are pretty cheap. So I'll, I'll get one. I'll replace it later, probably after the new year. So, but the tur- the Tournament Fighters is a very very cool video game in particular, not only is it because it's a fighting game with the Ninja Turtles, but it was actually released multi-platform, Yeah, and every release was different. The NES version had a different set of characters than the Super Nintendo, and the Super Nintendo one had a different set of characters and storyline than the Sega game. Right, right. And even the box arts were different because on the Nintendo box art, you had Leonardo fighting Hothead, who was a giant dragon. Mm-hmm. On the Super Nintendo version, you had Donatello fighting Armagon, who was a great white shark. And then on the Sega version, you had Raphael fighting a Triceraton. That's the one I know the, the best. I, I actually had the Sega, the Sega one first, and then I got the uh, Super Nintendo one eventually. And the, the great white buffalo has been the NES one. Yeah, that's that's another one. It's, it's not happening because that was a rare cart, and it's pretty... Speaking of Nintendo Quest, like they go straight up... In the beginning of the movie, they show you, like, the 20 most rare uh, NES carts. Yeah. And I think, like, number 10, like, right smack in the middle was Tournament Fighters. I know, and he found it. I was so upset. I was like, oh, I want that. He found it early in that movie. No, I was like, oh, come on, man. I've been looking for that for years. Yeah, come on. Jeez. Jeez. But, you know. I find myself watching that movie and loving it at the same time being so incredibly jealous. I'm like, oh, I've been looking for that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even even though Nintendo was never really my thing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I had, an, I had a Nintendo, but I was never really into the games. I had, and I think it's because I just didn't get that many. It was because, I mean, I had Batman, Ninja Turtles 2, oh, good, and those good are the only two I remember actually having. Um, I mean, of course, Mario and Duck Hunt, and I had Mario 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would rent, uh, I pretty much, we would rent, like, my sister and I would rent, like, the same five games over and over again. Like, I would get Ninja Gaiden 2... <laughs> She would get Paperboy and wow, Paper Friday Boy, the okay. 13th. You know, love Friday the 13th. I always ended up with, like, really crappy LGN games. I was about to ask you, you know, so you really liked Friday the 13th because I know that's kind of a debatable subject oh, right yeah. there. I, I actually did too. I have it downstairs. Yeah, I, I still play that. My daughter Danica loves it, <laughs> you know, and she actually went on YouTube and tried to figure out, like, how to play the game. 
and she went back and played it and I was she was it was like when you were watching the kid from that movie The Wizard. <laughs> like she can just play it. It was like I didn't even know you could throw pitchforks in that game. Where did you find that? She's like, I don't know, found in the cave. <laughs> I was like, there's a cave? There's a cave. Yeah, that, that's where uh, Jason's mother's head is, yep. Uh, yeah, and Jason's mom's head is... is yeah, I know, I know. Crazy. Well, when you're a kid, you don't... Sometimes you're like, okay, this game's fun, but I'm not. I'm never going to beat it. And then, yeah. uh, you know, as an adult, you're like, I wonder what the ending looks like. And then I remember watching it, and I was like, ooh, okay, well, I'm going to go back and try that. And, and it was just like every other NES ending. It was just like, congratulations, you know? Just, <laughs> you killed him, or did all you? All right, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> uh... But yeah, it was it. That's that's a cool game. That definitely gets. I think a lot of people. All due respect to James Rolfe, I think a lot of people watched the Angry Nintendo Nerd video on it and just kind of joined, and just kind yeah. of went with it. Yeah, you know, and just like that, and nothing against him, but I, I think he formed a lot of people's opinions. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think I think a lot of his gimmick. You know, it's not necessarily that the games are so bad, but there's there's just a lot of good material you can use to make it oh, a yeah. funny review. You know, it it's definitely easier to point out the flaws in something than to praise the uh the ideals of it i think oh sure sure absolutely you know and and again i i don't want to sound like i'm a hater or anything cause oh, he, no. he, i could not do what he does but like another uh, another retro video reviewer was the happy video game nerd mm-hmm. who is now uh um his name is Derek alexander who now has a YouTube show called uh stop skeletons from fighting and he does he did he was the anti angry video game nerd he would talk about the good games because it's much harder to talk about the games you already know it's are, are great and explain why they're great. Yeah, it's easy to rip down something that you know is already kind of on a lower tier. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, these old video games—they're really easy to find. The majority of them are pretty easy to find, mm-hmm. and you can get them relatively cheap between twenty and twenty and forty bucks. I wouldn't spend more than like. Maybe forty dollars for one of these old yeah, NES yeah. games, unless I mean you're talking about a boxed version of it. Then you know, if you've got it, go for it. You know, but well, out of that bunch, and I'm talking Nintendo and Super Nintendo for you. Uh, which one's your personal favorite? Oh man, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia for Turtles Two, the arcade game. Mm-hmm. But I think probably my favorite one is probably Turtles in Time. Nice, nice. That's the one out of all five of these games. Well, I should say four because I haven't played Turtle uh, Tournament Fighters yet. But out of the first four games, that's the one that holds up the best. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's got the best combat. It's got the best graphics. It's got the best sound. It's it is the that is the Turtles game, and it has never gotten better than that. I agree. I agree. Which is kind which is kind of sad with the technological advancements and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like. I like Mutants in Manhattan, the the newest Turtles game, but it's just it's just not as good as Turtles in Time. You know, I just and it's, it's I think hard I, to explain why. I don't know why it's not, but I know what you're saying. I mean, it's a yeah. great game. It's still a great beat 'em up, a great game. Yeah. But there's just something missing. It, it has to do with the three the beat 'em up in 3D. Uh, you know, I I think that's kind of me. It's almost like the Castlevania effect. You know, a lot of yeah. people prefer 2D Castlevania over 3D Castlevania, and yeah. I'm wondering if that's kind of the same appeal as the Turtles. Yeah, and you know, I mean, really, what they should do is just like just completely steal the combat mechanics from the Batman Arkham games, mm-hmm. and then I think it would work. Excuse me, because the Batman Arkham games, there's a lot of strategy in how you fight in those games. 
where in Mutants in Manhattan, it's just hit the, hit the square button, square, 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 you know? Yeah. And then when you build up your meter, hit the, hit the shoulder buttons, and then the, the magic ninja attack happens, and then the, right. sc- the screen's cleared. I right. think if they did a 3D game and adhered it to a 2D plane, so that's what I was thinking. From left to right, so I mean, like, make a 3D version of Streets of Rage with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. No, and by the way, bring Streets of Rage back, Sega, please. Yeah, go ahead. I think that's what the new games are missing. You know, I, because I can see like, that. Because yeah. like the iPad games are fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and that and that's exactly what they are. It's just the 2D side-scrolling beat 'em up games. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think my personal favorite was Turtles 3, although mm-hmm. I do acknowledge that Turtles 4, I mean, you know, it's obviously it's an upgraded platform you're playing on, the Super yeah. Nintendo. I mean, Turtles 4 is probably the superior game. Well, definitely. I don't think there's a debate over that. But mm-hmm. I just have so many great memories with the third game. I think it was, yeah. you know, Turtles 2 gets all the credit for the NES, um, but really Turtles 3 was its own thing. Turtles 2 was yeah. just basically the arcade port with two added levels, which was nice. You know, a lot of times they don't even add levels. But 3 was an entirely new game and an entirely new soundtrack, and I think it was just as good, if not... Well, it, I think it was better. The gameplay was a little bit better in the third game. Um, but Oh, yeah. Definitely, I mean, yeah. And even the first one. I, th- I think the first one gets a lot of criticism as well for the same reasons we mentioned before. But I think it's a great game as well. I mean, a lot of the early Turtles games were fantastic. So, man, you got a, yeah. you got a good lot there, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, the I ding, I, I give uh, Manhattan Project a bit of a ding because it is, it's that's definitely the hardest one. Like nobody ever talks about that, but that is that is the hardest one for me. You know, uh, maybe it's, a tough it's game. yeah, yeah. I I cannot get to the third level. Like even today, I just cannot do it. You know, I, I think. Oh, like, I'll show you. I'll show you some of my tricks. Oh, okay, <laughs> go teach me. Yes. Oh so. uh, yes, I'll go Splinter style. Awesome. <laughs> Like yeah, like Ground Chuck is like the second boss, and it's just like nope. Ground Chuck's tough. He's tough, especially when he rips that um uh, thing off the ship or the sub or whatever that was. Yeah, but oh, yeah. And the first game is tough. But I I think the first game, like once you once you get past the underwater level, the the play style, the the uh, actual gameplay doesn't get harder. It's just that the enemies have more health. So, but yeah, definitely uh, Turtles in Time is definitely probably the best Turtles game. And the soundtrack, around. though, the gameplay meta- mechanics, the soundtrack, I mean, it's all good. So I, I totally agree. The uh, only one I don't have that I really wish I could have is, or that I did have, is um, the Hyperstone Heist, which was the Sega version of Turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember actually playing that one, I think, first. And then I got, uh, and then I played Turtles in Time. Uh, I'd rented that. So, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, for me, um, we've already kind of hit it around to it. Another one I did not have that I always wanted was the sewer playset. Um, that was one that um, I still see in my, my head. It, I remember the uh, little sewer pipe, the green sewer pipe on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, it's kind of cool the way it's laid out. So you've got the sewer pipe, and then you've also got the, at the very top of the whole playset is ground level. You know, and yeah, uh, the street. Yeah, you got the street and everything. You got a little wooden fence. You got this little uh, foot soldier saying, for some reason, the foot soldier saying, I heart turtles. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's a sticker. Okay, that's like a sticker on the fence. And then right beside it is a foot soldier sticker or whatever. And then um, then it goes down into the sewer, 
and you've got this little circle where a pipe is, and you've got this TV and this little bed. And I'm thinking, oh man, it looks so cozy in here. <laughs> yeah. One thing that was definitely cool about it was like the stickers in the back of it showed the other side of the sewer layer, so you could yeah. kind of hinted at the actual expansiveness of where where the turtles live. Like you saw two rooms of it, but yeah. like if you looked at those stickers, you could see the kitchen, then you could see the living room, then you could see the dojo. Mm-hmm. You could see where they lived. Where they, there was another sticker on this one of the side walls, I think that had like their bunk. They had awesome bunk beds where it was just four bunk beds. <laughs> like that's cool, and so they definitely hinted at the breadth of that home. Oh, absolutely. And I love I love the little design of the, um, the periscope in the sewer. You know, that's actually the fire hydrant on the surface. Yes. So yeah. cool. So cool. And, they, you know, they, they just really knocked this one out of the park. And I, I never had it. As a matter of fact, this is one I never saw um, with a friend. I don't know anyone who had it, but I remember seeing the commercials. or I knew yeah. it existed, but I had never knew anyone who had it. Yeah. See, I had this one, and I think my favorite – little addition to it was the at the very top of it at the street level there's two telephone poles mm. and on the end of one telephone pole there was this giant swing that you could hang a ninja turtle on and they would swing down and you would essentially you would like kick the shredder or a foot soldier or something <laughs> and you would kick them into this open manhole cover and they would tumble down into the lair ah oh, so, so cool so it, cool. it was it was a really cool design that just seeing how much thought went into that yeah and and i love the little signs too like danger turtles working you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and my son actually my son vincent actually he used to have the sewer layer for the 2012 turtles it was it was a ridiculous thing to put together um <laughs> it was it were like the uh the turtles layer from our childhood was uh really long this one was tall oh yeah and, and it it was it was just too busy for me. You know, it was it was a bit too much. He loved it, <laughs> and then our dog got to it and just killed it. Oh so, no! <laughs> so I didn't buy it. So I buy <laughs> there you it. go. Yeah, <laughs> That's my awesome. parents got him that for Christmas. I was like, oh, mom, dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then another thing um, about it was the uh, telephone poles at the top. So it kind of really gave you the perspective of. You know, you're cutting a chunk of the the street here, and you know there's the top and there's the bottom. So really, really cool uh, playset. Wish I had it. And what about you, my friend? You got another one? Uh, yeah, actually, just just in case I don't want to forget about this one, I have the the fourth edition, the fourth printing of the first issue of the 1984 Ninja Turtles comic. Ah, beauty. Yeah, I really. I mean, I want. I've been. I've always wanted a first edition. Ninja Turtles comic, but there were only 3,000 of those made. Mm-hmm. So that means it's really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that means I'm not getting it. Yes. So, I understand. Yeah. And um, that comic is just probably the. You want to talk about. I'm going to do a review. I'm going to open it up here. I'm going to do a review on this comic sometime soon. Awesome. And I've already got a feature all planned out for it. And I want to call it, you know. You know, is it really that? Is it that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is what I Ooh. want to call it. Awesome. But you know, here's the original art right here. So I don't even know what to say about this comic because th- there are no words, in my opinion, that can really describe this comic because mm-hmm. this is just where it all started. You know, it's just it's such a it what means so much to me 
about this comic is that this was just a pipe dream of two guys that loved drawing, that loved comics, that loved making their own comics. And this just, whenever I feel like I can't accomplish the goals that I have, you know, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but whenever I sound like, whenever I uh, feel like I can't write my own stories, or I feel like I can't draw something, or I feel like I can't accomplish something, I look at this comic and I actually think to myself that these two guys with just a crazy idea, a random idea yeah. <laughs> they had one day, probably the most random idea ever, look at what they did with it. Yeah. And look what's become of it. And I just think to myself, you know, if those two guys can do it, I can do this little thing that I'm really just doing for myself. Yeah. You know, and that that comic, it, it means so much more than... A, an amazing an amazing fantasy issue 15 you know, first appearance of spider-man or detective comics number one or batman number one or action comics number one it means so much more to me to see this comic because this was done on pure willpower this was not a business decision this was something that they wanted to do for themselves uh kevin smith and peter laird um this was something that they did for them and it became a media icon it really is and i just i feel so inspired by that book man beautifully said yeah i feel the same way about certain books uh, i feel that way about uh <laughs> the path you know that of course it's kind of uh famously or infamously uh you know my, my favorite one because i always talk about it and so i'm, I'm sure yeah. people are tired of hearing about it but that's the one that always inspires me I, I read that book every now and then when i'm kind of feeling down or i i don't know i just that makes me anytime I read that issue, that kind of reignites my passion for the turtles and and uh, and passion for writing too, uh, yeah. and just good artwork and good storytelling and and being a reading teacher, you know that that's all you could ever ask for. Yeah, and this book, whenever they describe, whenever a lot of people describe this first issue, uh, you hear the word parody a lot. You know, it was mm -hmm. it was a parody of the ninja craze and the grittiness of comics, and it's just like I don't think it was a parody of all, at all. I think it was just two guys who wanted to tell a story that entertained them. Yeah. You know, yeah. This this was their story. It's like they were inspired by I mean like Kevin Eastman on our when we interviewed him, he was still talking about a DC comic called Commandy. Yeah. Oh, you know, which was all about giant animals, you know, mm -hmm. talking to each other and having adventures. And it was just like and I had never heard of that book and it was just like you look at the old Commandy DC books and it's like, well that's where Ninja Turtles came from. Yeah, yeah, and I actually did read that book, uh, at, it, or the some of the series, uh, and it's really, really good. And you can kind of yeah. see some of the similarities. You can get you, you definitely can tell. Yeah, and I'd never, I'd never heard of it until he said something about that. And now that's all I want to see is a Ninja Turtle Commandy crossover. Oh yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I think that'll happen. You know, given the success of Batman Turtles, I think I think that'll happen. Absolutely, I could see it, and we'll buy it. <laughs> oh yeah, Kevin Eastman loves us, man. Yeah, he, oh yeah, <laughs> he's got you know just here's oh I got my Josh and Rob check in the mail today. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, so for me, here's here's the only one I I had on my list. I I got some honorary mentions. Um, here's one I did have that I no longer have, um, and I have never seen since 1991 or 1992. Um. Okay. I had, I remember it was first or second grade, 
my mom surprised me. I needed a new backpack, and my mom surprised me with a Ninja Turtles backpack. And it was kind of like it almost looked like a camping backpack. I mean, it was big. It was it was oh, wow. almost, and it was uh, rectangular. It wasn't like a just an actual bag. It kind of had almost like a cube kind of shape to it. Mm-hmm. And it was it had a. I remember what it looked like in my head. It had it was just a picture of Raphael on it. And it came with this giant Raphael thermos um, with, like, you know, one of those kind of swirly straws or, you know, one of those kind of thermoses or water bottles, I guess you would call it. And then I remember I was so proud of that backpack, so proud of it. And something happened. I think there was a hole in it. Something happened to it very, very quickly. I didn't have it for very long. And unfortunately, my mom got rid of it. I, I don't remember exactly what happened to it. But man, I loved that backpack and the little thermos. And I think I had the water bottle for quite some time after that. But here's the thing. To this day, I've searched it up on eBay. I've tried to find like, you know, vintage Turtles backpack. I have never seen another one of them since. On eBay, Amazon, Google Images, I can't find anything that was that backpack. I know, I would know it if I saw it. And I'm looking at all these Google Images right now, and I don't see one. It's not there. It's, it's not there. It's gone. I don't know if it was – I know it wasn't like a knockoff you know, backpack or anything like that. It was It was legit. It looked just like the Raphael from the cartoon, but ah, it's gone. I have no idea where it went. It, it seems like it's not even on the internet, <laughs> and it makes me sad. You know. So that's like – that's also the Great White Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man, because there was a lot of – a lot of just the weirdest materials – uh, uh, memorabilia that yeah. you could really think of, you know. I mean, they had, they've had their fingers in everything, you know. Just, I could never find Ninja Turtles clothing or anything. I mean, now it's all over the place. But when I was a kid, I could never. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what are you doing up here? <laughs> You're, yeah, I'm in my room. Yes. <laughs> oh, here. That's Rob. Hey, Grayson. This is this is my Grayson. Oh, I've got a Grayson too. How you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> you checking up on Daddy? <laughs> How did you get up here? <laughs> She's a ninja. Oh yeah, <laughs> cutest ninja ever. Can you say? Can you say hi? Say hi. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'm keeping. I'm keeping this in the show. <laughs> okay. <I'll go. laughs> Can you get mine? Hey, sweetheart. You got such a cute little family, man. Oh, thank you. I, I, there's no little family here. There's oh, no... truth. I know. That was a poor choice of words there. But... Oh, my God. It's like living on Watton's Mountain. <laughs> That's awesome, though. So, yeah, she, she's sorry, a sweetheart. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, she just kind of she just kind of Kool-Aid man her way in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's the cutest Kool-Aid man I've ever seen. <laughs> I took I took her downstairs, and I knew what was going to happen. When I put her down, and I said, okay, I'll be right back. And she and I said to Nicole, "I'll be I'll be down again soon." And I went upstairs and I heard Grayson behind me. She goes, "Okay, I'll be right back." And <laughs> we have a baby gate from the living room to the to the uh, staircase. And I closed the baby gate and she ran right into it. And she goes, "No, Dad, <laughs> Dad!" She How goes, could you?" <laughs> she goes, "She actually said, Dad and Rob, Dad and Rob." So she's, Oh. oh, that's pretty cute, man. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so she knows my name. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah. She oh, knows. what a sweetheart. So, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Okay.
Speaking of the white buffalo that you know that we'll never that we'll never get, I used to have. I mean, I've got this old collection here of turtles, but the cover right here used to be a poster that I had in my room. Oh, can you show that again? I, I I missed it. Oh, I had a poster like that in my room. Yeah, I had that one, and I have the the old um, you know, the old NES box art here. I had those two posters You're in my room. Me. Yeah, I had, and I still have the NES one. It's it's right over here. Oh the, man, it's I, right. It's, I've got it framed. It's hanging. But this uh, this poster in particular with Casey and April and all of them coming out of the sewers or about to go out of the sewers, I had that and I lost it when we moved. When I was a kid. Yeah, that is so funny. I had the same exact posters you had, and uh, I unfortunately I still don't, I don't have the the Triceraton one anymore. The one that you have framed but i used to have that one i lost both i think they both got ruined when i moved because yeah. i didn't have them framed i just had them taped on the walls unfortunately <laughs> yeah and and i just i've i've always looked for this one poster where they're about to leave the sewers with april on the ladder and everything and i've never been able to find it oh. ever and you know oh that is just that is the one collectible that like if i had if i had to stop collecting that's the if i got it you know, like you can get one more thing and then you're done. It was like, okay, <laughs> if it was that poster, I would stop. Wow, yeah. are you really, sure? Yeah, because I've always loved that poster. I've always missed it, even when I wasn't like huge in the turtles for a while. You know, growing up when you're a teenager and you just kind of try to look away from the stuff you used to really get into. Yeah. Um, I always remembered that poster and I always looked for it and I could never find it anywhere. And even, you know, I always, I, I just said earlier in the show, like eBay's got everything, you know? Yeah. eBay does not, I found the one thing, I found the one ra white rabbit that eBay does not have. <laughs> and it's just like, man, if I could ever find it, I'm going to just like, no matter what the situation is, it's like, nope, throwing down money. I'm buying yeah. it. <laughs> Dang, I was looking at it right now. I was just like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I found this right on the show? Oh, oh, dang. Yeah, because I, I actually – I had that, and I got mine off of eBay. Mm -hmm. And uh, long this was years ago. But, uh, yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. And I remember always loving that poster because I thought um, it was totally 80s. I mean you had April on the ladder. I don't know if she's crawling down or crawling up, but she's got the 80s – you know, what would you, you call it? The, the share perm. perm. Yeah. The big perm, yeah. <laughs> and she then you the got – crazy hair. Absolutely. And then you had um, oh, Casey Jones with the uh, – I don't know if he's got a mullet. I, it kind of looks like it might be a oh, little bit more. He's got his Bon Jovi hair going. Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Casey, like, that's what I think of when I think of Casey. Like, he's this big, like, towering, hulking dude with the mask just hanging on his neck. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's a great version of Casey. And the turtles all look amazing. Yeah, they do. All very muscular, too. Yeah. And very, like, short, very squat looking. And then Splinter just kind of hanging out in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, oh gosh, and I loved uh, Raph's or not Raph's, um Casey's cut off sleeve jean jacket too, over the top of the sweat the sweat outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was yeah, great. He, he definitely screamed at, like he came from an impoverished neighborhood. Like he, could, like, he had to make his own clothes and everything. <laughs> oh so, yeah, <laughs> he had to tear the arms off his off his uh, jean jacket because he needed pants. You know something. <laughs> They're just getting his arms are getting so big is what it was. His arms are man. He's just he's got those guns, man. Yeah, he's got I, those know. I know. I <laughs> know. Well, well, sweet man. Do you have any more collectibles? Um, I'm kind of deciding which ones I really want. Just really rapid fire right here. Sure. Got yeah, big, I got a couple rapid fires. If you if you got some. 
Yeah, I've got two uh, specifically. The uh, 13-inch giant TMNT figures oh, so jealous. from the old 80s uh, toy line. I've got all four of them. This one is definitely, I wanted to show this one off. I got the Michelangelo one here because he's definitely in the worst shape just because he's got like marker and stuff, <laughs> nail polish. And this was the cleanest I could make this one. And I still think he just looks amazing. He looks great. And he's got marker and stuff on him. And just the thing that really helped me clean him, he looked like a Crayola factory blew up on him when I bought him. <laughs> But, like, what really helped was just I got rubbing alcohol pads and just kind of just very slowly, very easily just started cleaning them up with that. And probably one thing that this was if there was ever a collectible that I actually wanted to make and contribute to the world was I always wanted to write articles about the history of the Ninja Turtles, about their conception or inception and their creation and just the effect on the world that they've had. And when I really started doing a bunch of research, I found out that there was not a lot of information out there. And this was before like the, uh, um, the documentary turtle power that you guys had the directors on your show. And, uh, it's a great movie you can get on Amazon and iTunes, the definitive history of the Ninja Turtles. Um, I found out that there was not a lot of info like that out there. So I was like, I'm going to start writing a series of articles about their history. And then as soon as I started uh, putting my fingers on the keyboard, I learned of a, a book that came out called The uh, the Ultimate Visual History. Great book. And this, do you have this one? Yes, I do. Oh, God. Oh, I fantastic. absolutely adore this book. And it's just got so much you see like from humble beginnings here at the there's mirage studios in northampton and all the way to concept art of let's see here concept of the 2014 ninja turtles movie oh, and so cool. and even excerpts from the script and you get a lot of character sketches from the 2003 uh 2012 and 1988 cartoons mm-hmm. and it's a great almost kind of time capsule for the turtles where you can just kind of see where they started to what they've become and hints at the future right i really you can find it on amazon it's 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 pretty cheap for how much you would I, I you look at it and you'd figure it would cost more than it actually does. I think it's like thirty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big hard cover book. You it's it's a coffee table book. You definitely if you're a fan you should definitely you owe it to yourself to pick it up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's way more content now, like turtle content, as far as like what am I looking for, like historical content now than there was say five ten years ago. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it's amazing how much we have now. Like we've got. The documentary you mentioned, that visual history, we've got dozens and dozens of um, Ultimate Collection books and and um, trades and stuff. I mean, there's so much more out now, written stuff about the Turtles now than there were a long time ago. Oh, Raise Some Shell, that's another one I'm thinking of by um, yeah. our, our friend Richard Rosenbaum. You know, yeah. it's it's amazing what we have now, but there was a point in time where I remember I like I wanted to learn the history, and I, I didn't know what to go to. I There was not much online. Uh, so, you know, I'm talking, I'm talking early two thousands, late nineties. I wanted to learn more about where the turtles came from and there just wasn't a lot out there. So it's an exciting time to be a turtles fan. And I know I, I probably say that all the time, but it really is. I mean, I think the turtles are bigger now than they ever were. Well, than they ever have been. Yeah. 
and and uh, not only in um, visual form as far as uh, TV, as far as movies, but definitely as far as literary too. I mean, comic books. I mean, we got two main runs. We've got all these side series going on. I'm sorry, we got three main runs now. We've got the IDW run, Universe, and uh, Amazing Adventures. Not to mention, you know, all the side series and everything. There is so much stuff out there, and the the toy line's still going crazy. It's good stuff. Yeah, and you know, it's it's definitely. I'm so happy that it's all coming out in the volume that it is now because yeah, I remember when we were kids that. It was the 80s cartoon, and kind of that was it. I mean, I know everyone's situation is different, but, like, I could never find Ninja Turtle comics. I mean, I had, I think I had three Adventures comics, and I had one Mirage comic, and that was it until four or five years ago when I started getting back into the Turtles. That was it. Yeah, the Archies are all I remembered. I never remembered seeing, like, when I was a kid, I never remembered seeing the Mirage. But I did, I did remember, uh... Uh, Secret of the Use, the film ad- adaptation of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I got that as a kid, but and then eventually I got the first movie uh, a little bit later on. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing those at all. Yeah, I mean, you've got the one Mirage book that I ever saw. You know that that was that was it. I'd never, even to this day, when I go to comic book shops, um, it's pretty tricky to find old Mirage Ninja Turtle. And I mean, like everyone's got the the ultimate collections, the hardcover IDW that IDW put out. Yeah, they've all got those. You go to Barnes and Noble; they're all over the place. Oh, you absolutely, know? yeah. Um, but still, to this day, finding original uh, Mirage books out in the wild, like you say, it's 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 tough. You know, I've um, it's. You got. I would recommend if people want to go collecting the old books, you should go to a comics uh, website called mycomicshop.com. That's where I get like the entire fourth volume that I have. I have most of the fourth volume. I have like the first twenty-four issues of it. Um, I got them all on mycomicshop.com. Um, the old Mirage books. I think I've got like ten Mirage comics. I've got them from that website. So. Yeah, I've shopped there quite a bit too. Yeah, that's where I got a lot of my Silver Surfer runs. Um, uh, I think it was Volume Four from the '90s. Uh, so yeah, that's a great, great website. I got a couple of quick fire ones. I'll do. Uh, Surf and Mikey was one of the figures that I loved as a kid. Uh, yeah, I yeah. remember taking him to the pool with me all the time, and I just love his design, and I love how he's got his little flippers on, and I love how he's got like a little looks like a baby dolphin on his shoulder. I don't know what that was, but uh, yeah. A very, very colorful neon 80s figure. It looks great. And that's another reason why I love the Sewer Surf and Raft figure because he looks very similar to Surf and Mikey. Um, and I think Mikey was one of the undercover uh, toy lines. Yeah, there was the surf, Sewer Surf and Michelangelo. There was Undercover Donatello. Yeah, Samurai Leo. Astronaut Raphael and Samurai Leonardo. Yes, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up Raph, um, the Astronaut Raph, because he was another one I had as a kid. So I had a lot of the undercover. The only one I didn't have of... That t- during that time when they actually did come out was Leo. I didn't get him till much much later, but I had Raph. He was another one I really loved. The the astronaut Raph. Uh, that's he was one of the ones I wrote down. And another another game that I really really enjoyed was the TMNT Pizza Power game for, by Random House. I love that board game. Um, I remember the the cover being very very confusing because it looks like the turtles are about to fight each other. 
Uh-huh. But, but I remember loving the game, loving the artwork of the board itself, not really remembering how to play the game <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> but I remember my neighbor had it, and we played it quite a bit. And then another thing is uh, the Turtle Trolls. I never had one myself, but I always wanted one. So, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, had, uh, Rafa, or I had a Michelangelo Turtle Troll when oh, I was a kid. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so those are some of the some of my favorite collectibles or things that I wish I had uh, growing up or some of the things that I had that have gone away and are hard to find nowadays. So, one Probably, like, the one figure that I always wanted and could never find was... Um, Oh god, it just it just flew out of my head. Yeah. Uh, nope, it's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> my, no, it happens, buddy. We're old. Find out next week where we find out what <laughs> toy tuned. Josh didn't buy. So. <laughs> well, we got a lot of great feedback on this, uh, so I want to go ahead and read those off real quick. I posted a picture of the subterranean sewer hockey set, uh, mm-hmm. just to kind of you know give listeners an idea of what, what we mean by you know some of these things uh some great of these, toy yeah great toy some of these memorable uh things from our childhood so um freddie velasquez says uh i just collected the the figures growing up and i really didn't get the vehicles or play sets so my top five figures were rocksteady oh I, okay so he's ra- ranking them from five to one okay, okay. so number five is rocksteady four is bebop three is movie star raf <laughs> two is toka and one is slash so Slash always looked great as a figure, too. Thaddeus Manning says, I own the re-release of the cartoon Splinter and Leonardo in my bedroom. I also own the undercover Donatello and the Shredder as well uh, as the wind-up arm Leonardo. Uh, Octavia kind of killed me when I started getting older figures, and I realized that Slash and Toka had the same sculpt. Do they? Yeah, they're the same sculpt. Same exact but, sculpt. But the head is different and the coloring is different. And they even have this, and have the same weapons too, but just in different colors. Oh, you just killed me there, man. Uh, but it, you know, but like stuff like that, it's it's. I mean, how many other ways are there to do True. another mutant turtle? Now, who came, who came first? Slash. Slash came. Okay. Slash came first, and then Toka. Toka, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, boy, I always loved that Razor sculpt. He boy, yeah, he looked great. That one, he really was. He was a werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Octavio says, my favorite items in the, my collection are my VHS copy of the first movie and my head-dropping Raphael figure. I had them since I was a kid, and the first two items to start my huge TMNT collection. Uh, Derek Marr, actually a uh, personal friend of mine, uh, he actually lives near my old home in uh, North Carolina. Uh, he says, I remember getting the hockey set for Christmas when I was seven, so you lucky dog. Oh, wow. Oh, man. And then Christopher Christopher Carlson posted an awesome picture. He says, well, the pic says more than words, but I do have uh, more to say about it. So I'll click the picture first. And he's got these awesome, completely classic um, puzzle sets. Like there's one of Michelangelo on top of a manhole cover eating pizza with the four turtles or the three turtles underneath them. Oh, I saw that picture. And the the comment section for that picture was amazing. (laughs) We said, like, man, Michelangelo's a jerk in this picture. Yeah, then, then one of the comments was, "Well, I think he's just hungry." Uh, and then it looks he's like he's angry. got a right. It looks like he's got a teenage mutant. I'm sorry, teenage mutant hero turtles coffee mug. Oh. So that's kind of cool. And then he's got a Turtle Two um, handheld. It's the Konami handheld. So it, was bef- it wasn't the Game oh. Boy. It was um, that oblong shape. And he's also got the. Um, uh, oh, never mind. No, that's it. The three, you know, the Viewmaster like three D card sets. You put them in there, and then you click. I oh just, yeah, yeah. He's got a, a set of that for the turtles. So okay, really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. Neat. That is uh, neat. 
And I think that's it for the feedback. So we got some good stuff there. Um, a lot of definitely retro stuff. If I could mention just like one super rare collectible that I do have, I have the I have the only copy of Ninja Turtles: A Day in the Life on BarkinRadio.com. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, strangely, I've read it. Ah, <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yes. Hey, guys, go check out his story. It is really good. And I'm not just saying that because Josh is here and he's my friend. It's really good. Uh, I am so blown away by all the, the good storytelling, the new characters, the new dynamics of old characters, the appearance of characters that have never been in written form. It's it's really, really good. Good yeah, storytelling. The, uh, uh, check yeah, it out. Yeah, a new chapter of Punishment is coming out probably to, either tonight or tomorrow morning. So. so absolutely. So by the time you guys hear it, guys, uh, it'll already be out. So go check it out. It's on Josh's website, bargainbinradio.com. Yeah, Chapter 6 I'm really nervous about because I'm introducing some a uh, couple of revealing some stuff and introducing a new character. So Ooh, awesome. A new, well, not new, but I mean a character that hasn't been in the story yet, but he's definitely a classic character that hasn't been represented in the comics since the Archie books. Very so, cool. I'm very yeah. excited about it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, all right, my friend. Uh, this was fun. This was uh, we did virtually no prep whatsoever, and uh, we ended up talking for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you keep telling me there's going to be short, short shows. And it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know why. It's I not. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, we got babies breaking through walls. We got. <laughs> Turtle statues. We got Friday the Thirteenth T-shirts. You know, come on. Oh yeah, bathroom breaks. Bathroom breaks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, my friend. Well, what type of pizza should we have to wrap up this totally tubular episode? You know, since we're talking about collectibles, Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring up a collectible pizza that was something that we had to earn. You know, when we were a kid, if you had, if you did book it when you were a kid. (laughs) Oh, book it. Yeah. You ever do book it? Yeah. I did book it. Pizza Hut sponsored. You know, you had to collect. A certain amount of books and read them, and you know, get your points from your teacher, and you got a personal pan pizza at the end of the month. So, I do you remember that? I actually uh, really want a Pizza Hut personal pan pizza. So wow. pepperoni. That's all I need right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? For the sake of also, you know, since we talked about a lot of you know classic um, collectibles. Um, I think I want a, a personal pan pizza. So Pizza Hut pizza sounds amazing. One of the book it pizzas. With, I'm going to add a little uh, caveat to it. I want some turtle cereal on top. Ooh, man. Yeah, what do you think about that? Turtle flakes. Turtle, <laughs> turtle flakes, yeah. I, you want to talk about using the same sculpt. All that was was Czech cereal with marshmallows. That's all it was. That's all it was. And then there was another one. I think it was. It, they almost looked like Captain Crunch. So with marshmallows. Yeah. So if I if I could get like one of those old foods to come back, it would be the Hostess Ninja Turtles pie, the custard yes. pie, the green with the green sewage. Yes. Oh it, gosh. <laughs> oh god, man. Oh, I, I love Hostess pies. Those need to come back. Oh so. yeah, yeah. They're terrible for you. They're but gosh, horrible they for you. Why did we eat those? Why did our parents let us eat those? I don't know. I don't know. Man, how do we still have teeth? I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Let me tell you how you can find us. Uh, one, one, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash turtleflakespodcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send us an email at turtleflakespodcast at gmail.com. We love reading emails on the show. Um, please, please send us some more emails. And please uh, give us a phone call if, if you want to talk about some of your favorite collectibles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in general. Or if you have any suggestions for the show, please call us at 865-309-4875. 
All right. And dudes and dudettes, here's to hoping you enjoy your book it personal pan pizza with a sprinkle of turtle flakes. Oh, turtle flakes. Sprinkle of uh, Ninja Turtle oh, cereal on top. <laughs> there we go. That we're making it up. You totally sold out, man. Oh well, you know. It used to be about the music for you. <laughs> it's like people just do things just to get paid. <laughs> so that's my uh, oh god reference. Yeah, that, that was the best scene. In that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's the taste of the new generation. Yeah. He's like new print, blue, different, <laughs> little, yellow, different. It's little cowbunga dudes. Cowbunga, everyone. Good morning, sunshine. Hey, what's up, dude? Ah, uh, not a whole lot, my friend. Oh, I'm loving that shirt. Oh yeah, Nicole just <laughs> me this. Sweet. Can I see the whole thing? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. She got the whole mask in there. Yeah. Pretty sweet. She doesn't. She doesn't know this, so don't tell her this. But actually, I already have this one. But she got me a better one. So. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, great, thank you. I, I love, love it so much. <laughs> I immediately just put it right on, so I was just like, okay. When she goes to work and I have a day off, I'm just going to, like, throw the other shirt away. Hey, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, just throw yeah. the evidence, man. <laughs> Burn it. Set it on fire. You don't have to set it on fire, but I feel like I should. Right, right. Well, it, you know, it's, it's definitely an evil character. You know, it might come fit. back. You know, I mean, he always comes back. He always does. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, man. I, speaking of coffee, dude, I've, I've been up since 3.30 editing. So, dude, oh. I've, I've got like like at least three cups of coffee in me. I might have four. I don't even remember. I lost count. I'm working on my second one, so oh. I've been up since about five. Oh, have you really? Yeah, well, I woke up at two, and I said, nope, not doing <laughs> it. Went back to sleep. I woke up at four, and I thought, all right, well, that's better. And then I just kind of tossed around for an hour, and I was like, "What, what am I doing? I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna wake up Nicole, so I might as well just get up." So I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna play some X." I was playing Killer Instinct downstairs. So. Oh, the the uh, newest one, the Xbox the new one. one. Oh, yeah, I'm so jealous. I used to have it. That's the only game. Like when I sold my Xbox One, that's the only game I knew I was really gonna miss. Yeah, it's it's the truth because you can't get it anywhere else. And it, it, oh, it's, it's so sad. It's surprisingly good, you know. I really really enjoy it. I like I downloaded the uh, newest expansion for it um, about a month ago, uh, season three. And since I downloaded like the ultimate edition of whatever it is, and you get all of the guest characters <laughs> right away instead of waiting. Like you'll get one this month, and then three months later you'll get a new one, and then. Over the next year and a half, you get eight new characters. But since I uh, got the Super Happy Edition, <laughs> get all of the characters all at once. And my favorite one is they have Rash from Battletoads. What? Yeah. He and he is really powerful. He's really fast. I really <laughs> like. Him. So I was like, please let people download the Ever Living out of that character so we can get a Battletoads game. Oh, so cool. So cool. See, I think they need to. They need to just embrace the old mascot characters of the 90s and get in. Just bring back Battletoads, Double Dragon, a new Ninja Turtles, and yeah. maybe, I, I don't know, Earthworm Jim and Boogerman. You know, that's <laughs> you need. I, I, you know, I, I don't know if this is just wishful thinking or if I heard this somewhere, but I think they are making a new Earthworm Jim. Or, or maybe they had just recently made a... I, I don't remember, but I remember... Either we were talking about it on Gen Genesis Gems and hoping it would happen, or it actually did happen. I have to look into that. But I know, I know. There's so much love for it. I know it'd be a success either way. 
Yeah, well, you know, anything's possible. I mean, like, mm. we were talking a couple weeks ago, like, there's a new Toe Jam and Earl game coming yeah, out. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's just like, I mean, if that can happen, <laughs> the sky's the limit. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely, man. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh, there was something else I was going to add to that. It's gone. It's gone. Oh no! What it was? It was the music. Have you heard the soundtrack? Oh, only while I was playing the game. I know you can get the soundtrack on iTunes, but like the music is good. Oh, it's music so really good. Like um, Spinals. I really like Spinals, but my favorite one is um, uh, of course the main theme is awesome. Uh, the end yeah. theme, like the credit theme, is really good. It's all orchestral. Uh, oh. And um, oh, what was the other one? Oh, the guy with the axe, the Indian guy, Thunder. His Thunder. Theme. Oh, it's great. It's so good. So good. Uh, Nicole. Nicole hates Thunder. She hates Thunder. <laughs> she does because she's part Native American. Really? I don't know. Okay, I can see yeah, that. She yeah, is. She's part Native, and she's like, it's not that she doesn't like him. She just can't take him seriously. It's like that's just <laughs> the biggest. He looks like a walking advertisement for Red Man chewing tobacco. You know? Boy, he does. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, kind of. It's yeah. And he was killed too, wasn't he, in the storyline? Um, originally, I think he was killed in the first one. I. Yeah. <laughs> Killer Instinct's story is bananas. It's crazy. Have, it's crazy. I have no idea. It's more convoluted than. I mean, nothing's worse than Street Fighter's story. <laughs> because you don't know what is going on, but just whatever it is, it's important. It's important that you gotta fight. Yeah, and I think Mortal Kombat storyline has really spoiled us because they really, specifically in the last two games, they, with Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat X, they've really dug deep into the story and incorporated the, even though it's a reboot, they incorporated the old games and made it all about time travel and then now the next generation of fighters is here. And I was like, you know, with Johnny Cage and Cassie Cage, his daughter with Sony Blade is a, is a leader of soldiers fighting the outworld and you know Shao Kahn is dead and blah 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 whole hilarity ensues <laughs> I think we've been spoiled because like that's an amazing story <laughs> and we should get good stories from fighting games right when, I agree when we didn't need them it's just like yeah Ryu can't fight you yeah. know <laughs> yeah I know that certain games like that like I've not played the Mortal Kombat games pretty much since Deception I think that was like one of the last ones I played um, yeah. but yeah the, I hear they're really really good the newer ones but they are yeah I was a sucker my, my favorite was Killer Instinct I had so many memories playing the first one and then I, I didn't have a 64 until um, until very very late I think they were already just about out of stores the games were and so I want to yeah. guess the early 2000s um and I remember getting gold after that, and and liking oh, that okay, uh, but I, I it was okay. It was it was okay, but I remember being a Thunder fan and a Saberwolf fan because I loved the controls of those two characters. Yeah. Saberwolf's my guy. No, yeah. me too, me too. Him, I, him and Jago are my guys. Oh, yeah. that's terrible, Jago. I always wanted to be good with him, but I could not fight as him. It's, it's He's the only one hard. I could pull off an ultra with. Really. Yeah, the, the only one, and it and it's luck every time when I do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I never was really good at pulling the ultras, but I could always get like the, um, you know, monsters and you know the the thirteen fourteen hit combos, things like that with mm -hmm. Saberwolf. Just just keep yeah. spamming back uh, forward or back forward back X, forward. and you you yeah. do something. <laughs> you do like a spin attack that like opens up doing uh, the opponent, and then you just keep yeah 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 yeah. Just keep doing that. It's just like 
this is like the biggest, meanest looking character in this entire roster. And if you really think about it, he fights like a five year old because all he does is scratch at people. Yeah, true, true. And spin around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing windmill. You can't touch me. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yo, I hear you. Well, my friend, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right, let's rock. Let me get my swig of my water out of my Ninja Turtle cup. <laughs> ah, it says Cowabunga on it, so it's very appropriate for the day. All right. All right. <clears throat>